We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing for black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap Presents Football, the show. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Bears season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. In Missouri, and I can't speak for any other states sure. uh, too much on this, right? but I am going to speak for all of Missouri when I say that, you know, when there's potholes around, the roads are not great here. Yes, right. Uh, famously, the uh, MoDOT tends to which is Missouri Department of Transportation, right. tends to just dump asphalt into those potholes, creating thus creating bumps, Yes, which then move your car just as much as they would have if they had left the yes. pothole there. That's sort of what it feels like with the Texans interviewing Josh McCown <laughs> for their head coach job. Did you see? Uh, so one of the reasons they gave for that was they wanted to think so far outside the box? Oh yeah, that that would work. And then because they, I did not know this. They interviewed Josh McCowan last year too, and the one of the main reasons they didn't hire him last year is because no other team interviewed him, and they would they felt bad. <laughs> they were like, oh no, and that's what this year they were like. There was a, a leak that came out that was like the Texans are hoping more teams actually interview McCown because they don't look like idiots. And I was like, you already look like idiots. You, it's, it's Josh McCown. <laughs> It's done. The job's done. Oh, buddy. This is, of course, uh, speaking of idiots, this is the <laughs> NFL show brought to you by two-thirds of Debates on Tap. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. And boy, howdy. It is the playoffs. What uh, a wild card weekend. You know another thing? It, it, it's not that show. Do you know our next episode of that is 100? No way. Yeah. Wow. We got to do something fun. Got to get some champagne. Something. We, uh, on this show... Uh-huh. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm I'm looking right at Brendan's eyes and I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say aggressively staring I'm gonna say in life yeah you uh-huh. Brendan uh-huh. you come across very suave you come you got you got confidence who's an idiot it's uh-huh. it's one of the great things about you okay but I know for a fact that you're nervous this week about I don't even know anything happening this weekend, specifically Sunday at 5.30, why I would be so nervous. Yeah, I don't either. Because last week, the Chiefs did great. Yeah? Well, for five play, five series, they didn't look that hot. That nah, was fine. Shake and then them, they shake the rust off. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty concerned about the Chiefs. I mean, <laughs> I I think we're, we're going to have a lot to say about the Chiefs' bills here in a second, but 
Uh, I just didn't want you to come in here with your bravado and be like, look, Chiefs are going to be fine. Josh Allen, the, he plays inconsistent. All I didn't want the people to I mean, think that, that's that all you true. don't also worry. That is also true. But uh, No, so yeah, let's 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 go walk through the games real fast. Um, There's only really two competitive games <laughs> this past weekend. You say that, but look how last week turned out. I thought the I meant this Cowboys, past weekend. Oh. This past, I'm talking about wild gotcha. card weekend. There was only yeah, yeah, yeah. basically yes. two you are correct. out of the seven competitive games couldn't have been seven six six there are six <laughs> games brian yeah yeah uh yes raiders and Bengals was a lot of fun uh for a while for a while um I, like we said we leaned Bengals uh last week and didn't really think that the raiders really had a chance but there was some some interesting interesting drama that happened during that game with an yeah. inadvertent whistle that should have canceled a play canceled a touchdown i don't know if it would have changed the hour i still think what well, that wasn't third down or even if it was they would have replayed the down correct uh i still think the Bengals would have scored on that series i would agree with you i don't think it would have changed anything in the long run but it's just interesting it's be- deflating because they played in cincinnati it was the, a similar crew that played that has refed many of their games in cincinnati and much like we talked about the cincinnati chiefs game uh, a lot of the fouls came on the Cincinnati side of the sideline. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know, listen. This isn't our conspiracy podcast. We're reasonable men, right? Most of the time. Most of the time. There's, there's. I'm, I'm really curious how that's going to, because they play in Tennessee this next week. And they're not the allowed, that crew's not allowed that, to It's a totally different crew, anymore. yeah. So they, they got kicked off the, uh, the officiating crew. So Bengals Raiders was really great. Um, after the game, uh, uh, the Raiders got rid of Mike Mayock, which we'll talk about all this stuff probably in, in a few months and stuff like that. But um, the Raiders just were a baffling team to watch at times because sometimes they could click together on offense. On defense, I don't think they ever really clicked. But I just figured, much like you said, with that touchdown being called, there is no way that the Bengals weren't going to score then or weren't yeah. hypothetically going to win this game. I like Joe Burrow a lot. And all those nice things I said about the Bengals weeks ago when they then imploded, have now come to fruition. So You mean the Raiders? The, the Bengals. They haven't, they haven't imploded. Well, they imploded a little bit in the middle of the season. Oh, okay. They, they, they weren't winning a lot of games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was great. Bills-Patriots, I don't even think that's even worth talking about because no, Bills just annihilated the Patriots. Um, the only thing punt, didn't turn the ball. Yeah, over. it was basically what was people were saying. It's the it was the perfect offensive game by the Bills. Yeah, they never punted. They never turned the ball over. They never did it. Like it was insane. Yep. Um, I watched this really fascinating video because we're, we'll talk about Bills Chiefs here in a second. Um, by a guy named uh, Brett Coleman on he's a YouTube a sports NFL guy that talks a lot about breakdowns of NFL teams and stuff like that. And he had a video right before the game that was basically talking about why the Bills are like so frustrating to uh, the Patriots defense, right? Especially now with with their offensive scheme because they played, what, like just a week or two ago before the wild card game? Uh, yeah, they played in week 17 uh, and the Bills blew out the Patriots. And so it was this fascinating video about how the Bills' offensive scheme and the way they they align receivers and things like that put such stress on the Patriots' defense and the Patriots also, we have to remember, had a had a lot of guys out with injury and sickness and things like that. So the Patriots secondary was starting a rookie guy and two practice squad guys. So let's you know the Bills are good. I'm not de- I'm not denying that, but I think there's a lot of things going into it that made the Bills beat the Patriots so bad. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, the you can say the same. The Chiefs beat the Steelers very bad because the Steelers were not 
a very good yeah. game. <laughs> I will say, so let's talk about that game. So that's just on the next on map, uh, Sunday, Sunday night. Uh, the Chiefs play the Steelers in a game where it started, and I was like, oh, shit, we're doing this again. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Against one in the playoffs, two against the Steelers of all teams. Like, yeah. why are we doing this? And then the Chiefs went, oh, yeah, we're fine, and just scored, what, five, six straight touchdowns? It was, well, we scored, uh, I believe it was 28 points in yeah. under six minutes, yes. I think. <laughs> yes. It so was 21 or 28 insane. points. In and I will minutes. say the most credit I'll give the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers is the Steelers' defensive line is probably one of the best defensive lines that we have seen and will see going forward, essentially. If not the best, if at least on the, the AFC best, side. Yeah. So their defense last season was one of the best in the league. This season, it, it still was very was pretty damn good. But that defensive line, especially TJ Watt, is just a monster. Yeah, um, that dude blew up a play for a fumble return for a touchdown. Yeah, uh, batted up a ball for an interception. Like it, insane. The dude was insane. Um, and many many pressures. And many pressures, which, um, again, the best arguably defensive line defensive pressure generating defense we will see is the Steelers. Yeah. Um it was Ben Ben Roethlisberger's last ride. Good riddance. Get off the field. It was it was very funny watching the game because it was very much the Steelers were not going to come back and win this game or even be competitive. And at that point the um announcers were doing Big Ben's last ride <laughs> type yeah. of thing. So. They just wanted him to throw a touchdown and that didn't happen. And that didn't happen. And Boy, howdy, did they just... Uh, it It was very indicative that Big Ben, for years now, has just not been competitive. You know what I mean? He has not been competitive at all. Yeah. Um, not been competitive. Yeah, not yeah. been competitive. And it's just... Thank God he's gone. I yeah. hope... Whatever. Um, next big game uh, that weekend was Eagles at Buccaneers. Another, do we really need the seventh seed <laughs> in, in the playoffs type of game? Buccaneers, it never was really close. Um so I, I was fascinated to watch that game just because uh, or the Eagles doing there. God, God bless them. I'm glad yeah, they made the, the playoffs Steelers of the NFC. Yeah. So they're easily politely saying this the worst team in, in the playoffs. But uh, then you had 49ers at Cowboys, which was a bananas game. Yeah, that one was uh, very strange. I feel bad for Dallas fans. So, yeah, so let's talk about that. It was a very back and forth game, very competitive game. I think my I have not talked to my father in a couple of days, I'm worried something has happened to him. Uh, no. Um, but they basically had a chance to drive down the field and at least score a touchdown, put some points on the board. And with 20 seconds left at the 40-some-odd-yard line, they did a quarterback draw, which basically means the clock is going to run, and then you have to scramble for the refs to get to the ball to, to spot the ball. Yeah. And... Dak slid down with like five seconds left, tossed the ball to his center who was looking for the ref. Then the ref came in like a wrecking ball and basically tackled Dak Prescott to then touch the ball. And then they're saying that when they, they, there's still time on the clock whenever they snap the ball, but to then spike it to run another play, there was no time left. I, there's two, there's two things here. There's a lot of things here. (laughs) Because I, uh, a lot, he's Dak is getting a lot of heat for it. He is. But here's yeah. the thing: uh, he made two mistakes. I think on that the draw was fine. Totally. I yeah. think the run was fine. I it got can, him a good can, chunk of yards. I can live with that play because the defense would not be expecting that at all. He needed to go. He needed to slide 
one second, maybe two seconds earlier. <laughs> a little bit sooner. Yeah. And he needed to have the understanding of the game of football that this ref needs to touch the ball. Right. I need to make sure that my offensive line and myself are out of the way. Correct. So that ref can touch. And it. so that that's a big thing. Uh, I've listened to a couple of NFL podcasts about it. And then Mike McCarthy had an explanation that was crazy. Because every every team, they every like once a week or whatever, you know, for when they're prepping for the game, they do act out those situations. Like, what do yeah. you do in crunch time when you need to get the ball to a spot? No timeouts, 40 seconds left. And the rule is you hand it to the, uh, the, the umpire so he can touch the ball and spot it, and so the play is active. And Mike McCarthy after the game, like again, I I, I agree with Brian that the the quarterback draw is a great play to call in that situation. Got him like twenty five yards. They got him twenty five yards. Um, but Mike McCarthy was saying that they practiced it and then gave examples which weren't accurate. That you, Mike McCarthy basically said, "Oh, we always saw Larry Fitzgerald because Larry Fitzgerald was a maniac in those situations. Hand the ball to the center, who then." hike the ball and it's like no no that's not <laughs> at all the one the rule and what larry fitzgerald actually did so a lot of things uh just weird weird situation it's in just Dallas. mike man it's just mike mccarthy and what sucks is that it, speaking of mike mccarthy is that they didn't have any timeouts that time because i think they call a timeout in the third quarter with like after five minutes of play you know yeah, what i mean it was like, one of those where it was like oh it's not a big deal it's like well it might be and then it, it, was. it totally is and so what what I hate for this for the Cowboys, especially for guys like Dak Prescott, who is all by rights, is a great football player, great person. But like I saw uh, basically you read their free agency situation next year and the Cowboys are already $22 million, million over the cap and losing a ton of guys. Uh-oh. This basically was the year for the Cowboys to make a run. Next year, it's going to be tough pumpkins for them. Ooh. Um, and especially with how good the rest of the NFC is, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And then Monday Night Football was a, another non-competitive game yeah. where the Los Angeles Rams kicked the absolute dog shit out of the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals scored 11 points, but it was never at all yeah. a game. If the announcer ever utters the phrase, what in the Carson <laughs> Wentz is that? It's not going well for you. Yeah. Uh, did you wa- uh, did you see the clip of the Manning cast? Because at that time they had the Rock on there, Dwayne the jo- Dwayne the Rock. I did. And he, he's, that's when he started chugging his tequila. He basically gave like a pep talk because he's like, "Listen, your your back's to the wall. You know, he's being the Rock and everything." And then Kyler, to avoid the safety, throws a pick like a two yard pick six. Yeah. And then again, they all were shocked. Rock picks up his Terramano tequila, just starts chugging it. Um. It was a game that we talked about uh, last week where the the Rams basically had to show up. Um, Stafford didn't do... You know, his stats weren't the absolute best in the game. Yeah, he went 13 for 17 for 202 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I mean... Weren't out of this world yeah, showing yeah, yeah. the world that the the Rams offense could, could light them up. They didn't need to when their defense was playing like but that. But whenever their defense was playing the way they were and really just how unprepared the Cardinals looked like we had talked a little bit at the end of the season. And then before that game, just about how Cliff Kingsbury's teams fall off a cliff in the middle of the season. Yep. And, and you want to talk about right. a team that just didn't look ready to play at all. That was brutal to watch. I wonder what it is. I wonder what he does. I don't know. Halfway through. Maybe that's it's such like a, a weird trend, right? Maybe it's like a weird preparation thing. Yeah, maybe he's like gives an extra day off or something. Maybe. Like, I don't, and then also just... I do not discount that losing D hop, is a big deal too for that sure. offense. But 
I mean, with how talented Kyler is and everyone else on that team, like that's just it was pathetic to watch. Like, I think I turned the game off eventually and started just playing like yeah. or watching something else. So it was brutal to watch. Um, but yeah, that was wild card weekend. It was nuts. Uh, now we're coming to the divisional round of, of playoff football, which is also, I think, going to be a lot of fun because now we have four games. Uh, first game is Saturday at 3.30. Bengals go to Nashville to play the Titans. Um, this is the first game since Halloween that Derrick Henry is healthy. Julio Jones is healthy. And I think uh, Corey Davis is healthy. It's going to be, I think, a very interesting game to watch because as we've talked about without Derrick Henry in the game or not playing because he's been on IR for two That's a hard <laughs> word to say. On IR for two months. Your face while you were trying to say it was a lot of fun. You know, I figured I could just push through it and it just didn't work. <laughs> but Derrick Henry has been gone and he's the the literal workhorse of this team. Yeah. And their offense has fallen off a cliff. Their offense is not good, but they're winning games based on how good their defense is, right? Um, having all those pieces back, I'm curious how it's going to look because the Bengals team is good. Um, their defense is fine, but their offense, I think, can give them a run for their money. But I still just, I just don't quite see the Bengals, unless they stay with a really hot hand, can beat the Titans. You know what I mean? Yeah, their defense... Uh it gives me questions because right. I mean any defense is going to have a hard time stopping Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and totally. It's it's not Corey Davis. Is AJ Davis? AJ is it AJ Davis? It's not. I don't think it's Davis either. But that AJ Brown. Brown. Thank Br- you, Brendan. Corey Davis. <laughs> and you know, uh, Corey, because AJ, even when Julio was out and Derrick was out, was coming down with a monster ball. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so he that. It's going to be a weird offense if they can get to Ryan Tannehill and make him uncomfortable, though. Right. And take and if they score fast enough to take away that the whole yeah let, quote let's unquote clock let, management. Let's thing. let Derrick Henry run, 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 run. Yeah, it's they're going to be they're going to be okay. But yeah, it is going to be interesting. I I think if uh, if the cards fall like they have been, I think the Titans are going to end up winning that right. game. I would I I would lean Titans, but whew, I I I think the Bengals have been on a really fun run, and it'd be be fun to see them win. But I I worry. About how that's gonna the matchup of that game. Yeah. Um a playoff rematch from two years ago. Uh 49ers are at the Packers. Um, which I think if the Packers come out dealing, they will win this game. Yeah. Um, because I do not think that Jimmy G, because Jimmy G is now he was hurt, now he's more hurt with like his shoulder injury or something like that. Mm. And he already has his thumb injury in his throwing hand, so I'm curious how that's going to look like. But Debo Samuel is so goddamn good. I was going to say, just get him the ball. And the, when that offense is clicking, they the 49ers look really freaking good. Um, their defense is not as good as it has been, but they're getting Nick Bosa back, um, the big edge rusher. So I'm curious with how fine the Packers' offensive line is, what that's going to look like. But I still think, man, Aaron Rodgers, I think... The way he's been playing, the way the Packers have been playing, because now they're getting back two big uh, defensive uh, guys uh, from the IR and things like that. Um, I'll believe you. So, yeah. So, I'm I'm hoping the Packers do it because I think that would be a lot of fun for them to continue to go forward. And I, I as much as we don't like Aaron Rodgers, the person, Aaron Rodgers, football player, very good. is just out of this he's world. very good. So, I'm leaning Packers for that one. But 
Packers are a weird playoff team. They are. <laughs> yes. Alluding alluding to the next game, I think the NFC Championship is going to be the Packers and the Bucks. I would agree with you. So Rams are going to Tampa Bay to uh, play this game. Um, oh, and also weird stat with the 49ers and Packers, Jimmy Garoppolo has never p- started a game where the temperature has been below like 30 degrees. He's fucked. Which I was like, what? <laughs> That's insane. What's this supposed to be in uh, Green Bay? Like 20 degrees. He's fucked. Yeah, they're they're done. Like they're screwed. I think I remember that from two years ago. Yeah, it was some weird stat like that that yeah. popped up today. And I was like, wait, what? Being, being New England's backup for a while, he's been in cold weather. Yes, he just but he's never, never started, started cold weather games. So it's crazy. But anyway, so yeah, Rams are going to the Buccaneers. I I just don't see the Rams defense is playing better, which is great. But I still think Tom Brady, that Dracula vampire who will never stop playing, I just feel like I don't see a way that the Buccaneers are going to stop scoring. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not going to manhandle him like they did Kyler. That's for Correct. sure. Exactly. They it, might make him make a couple bad decisions. Bad decisions, which Tom Brady is prone to. But come back. I that. still the way Tom Brady is playing, the way that that offense is playing, I. Wouldn't put it past them. Tampa Bay's defense is a little beat up. They're not looking as shiny and hot, but I mean they had a pretty good warm up against the Eagles. Yeah. So, um, but I think the Rams' offense is a little bit more dynamic than the Eagles. So I'm really curious what that's going to look like. I think. Yeah. I think. When did Vita Vega get hurt? Was it? Oh, it was just. It was not that long ago. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to play or not. That's a really good question. Yeah. Because I know like, Sherman's like on IR and stuff like that. They no. they lost those two. It's probably uh, an upgrade if Sherman's like a quarterback on IR. or two like a while ago. So yeah. So that'd be a fun game. Again, I'm like Bragg. I'm going to lean Buccaneers. But again, it's going to be a fun football game. NFC is a lot of fun. Then we have Sunday at 530. Mm-hmm. The Bills play the Chiefs. How do you feel about that? I feel fine. Uh, this, You're worried right now because the Chiefs are missing a, a, one of our cornerbacks, one of our, our starting nickel Rashad Fenton, who is one of the better cornerbacks on the Chiefs team. I would say team, he's the third best. Third best cornerback on the team. Uh, has not practiced all week because of a back injury that flared up before the Steelers game. Um, and so he was held out of the Steelers game, which we didn't necessarily need him because Big Ben is just bad. But against Josh Allen, uh, that worries me quite a bit. And and again, let's look at the context of, of Bill's Chiefs. So they played in week uh, five or six. Was that the game that we that was the first time Mahomes didn't throw a touchdown? Was that that game? Uh, I think you are right. Yeah, I think you are correct. Because I was I was thinking about this when I, when I mentioned our revenge tour, right? Right. If the Chiefs have to go to this or are going to make it to the Super Bowl, we have to go on a quote unquote revenge tour because right. we lost all to all three of the playoff. Teams. No, Mahomes had two touchdowns. I don't know if okay. they were passing or not. Uh, we also had two interceptions. We lost to all of the AFC playoff teams. Uh, pretty. Badly, of course. Everyone right. remembers the Titans game. If if it comes down to an AFC Championship game against the Titans, that's going to be like the Bill. B- yeah, big like time. oh look, they beat them twenty seven to three or whatever it was. Mahomes didn't throw a touchdown. Blah, right, blah. it might have been in the t- in the Titans game. He didn't throw a touchdown. Uh, so, but the Bills game was not pretty. We, we did not have Chris Jones did not play that game. Chris Jones did not play that game. I think Travis Ward was out. If I remember Ward correctly, was out for that game. Um, Frank Clark had just come back from his. Suspension or injury, I can't remember which one it was. And he wasn't looking because so, remember he didn't look. Or, he didn't look. He didn't I look one hundred percent on the defensive side. We don't really need to talk about single pieces because <laughs> we were not meshing as a defense. Correct. Yet. We were still not meshing as defense. We so also didn't have Melvin Ingram on the field. Right. Let's talk about the offense though. And then let's talk about the offense. You rewatch the Bills Chiefs game, which I have done, and it is a fascinating game to watch 
in hindsight because it is the that game and the Titans game, which happened two weeks later, is the amalgamation of everything that could go wrong for the Chiefs. Did we win the game in between? Uh, the the Washington football team game? Yeah, because we did. I remember at the time, and I think I, I think you could probably say it on the podcast too, I said the Bills game could be our wake-up game. Right. And then, of course, it was not our wake-up game no. because we look like dog shit against the Titans. And then it was like, well, this is our wake-up game. And it kind of was. And it kind of was, yeah. But not really. But, <laughs> but not really. Um, but what what's crazy about that game be- is because everything in the Bills game, I mean, one, even without Chris Jones playing, even without Traverius were playing with Dan Swanson on the field more. And I, I've, again, I told Brennan this. I watched a clip of, I can't remember who was trying to try, chase down but it was ben neiman trying to chase somebody down right and he was the slowest player on the field so you watch that game and really the defense did not the chiefs defense did not play bad they got taken advantage of Mm -hmm. uh, in in a couple key instances but they they actually made the uh, bills punt and got you know were looking fine for a little bit until dan Sorensen happened essentially And also uh, a big, uh, we intercepted Josh Allen when we were basically still in, in it, but then Frank Clark had the roughing the passer uh. penalty that negated that that penalty. And then on the offense side of the ball, it was just the offensive line didn't look the best. Mahomes didn't trust the offensive line much like he was playing early on in the season. Guys were dropping balls. Tyreek had the fucking... Uh, ball hit him right in the hands and bounced into Jordan, uh, yep. Micah Hyde's hands for a pick six. And then also uh, another interception where they were the Chiefs offense was running down the field. Uh, we were at the, like the 10-yard line. Mahomes did that thing, which much like the T.J. Watt interception, where he went to throw it around the edge guy, and the edge guy just popped it up and caught the ball. Yeah. So, And then also, again, not to reiterate, uh, then Byron Pringle had the, uh, on like the second, yeah, it was like the second kickoff of the game or something like that. Byron Pringle was r- running, rushing the ball. Ball popped out of his hands and oh, went yeah. to the Bills. Just, that happened early on. Just these games, man. We had four turnovers that turnovers that game as well as guys not catching the ball, just looking bad. And also, that was the game I t- forgot until today. That was like the three-hour rain delay game. Yeah. Like they went into halftime or whatever and then – didn't come out of halftime for like another hour and a half or two hours. Yeah. Something insane. So, so now outside of Rashad Fenton, um, how do you feel now? Now that you've talked I about feel, the previous I, again, game. I go through those ups and downs and then you watch, you watch that game and then you watch the bills, uh, Jags Jaguars game. game? God. And it's just like, <laughs> it was nine to three for those who don't it remember. It was insane because the bills live and die by, Josh Allen. If Josh Allen is down, the Bills are down. If Josh Allen is up, the Bills are up. And they're way up. And I think one of the big ways to to win this game for the Chiefs is, one, on offense, God forbid, don't start slow and don't beat yourselves. On defense, pressure Josh Allen as much as possible and use Willie Gay every down to spy Josh Allen. Yeah. Do not sub Willie Gay out of this game. Um, Because... Uh, and give Mike Hughes help over the top. Give Mike Hughes help. <laughs> um, they activated Bo Lammons, uh, a cornerback who they might play him a little bit too. Uh, and then our, our 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 other great boy Colin Saunders, he's activated off the IR as well. Hey. Um, but yeah, I I I go back and forth because again, if we start slow, like against the Bills, like we did the Steelers. Look at your hands. Where are your hands? They're down. Yeah, we're gonna be nuked out of the stadium. <laughs> 
the Bills are going to put 50, like, you know, but, but I just think this is just indicative of revenge tour. You had that game in week five that was just everything that could go wrong went wrong. You watch that game and it's like, oh, the Chiefs are moving the ball fine. Oh, the defense was actually getting stops. And they just got a lot of bad, bad luck. <laughs> I don't. It's already been brought and a up. A lot of bad coverage by Dan Sorensen. Let's not mistake that yeah. at all. It's uh, It's already been brought up. So I don't really want to bring it up, but I'm going to. Oh. That uh, much like the Super Bowl that we won. Right. The teams that we beat in the playoffs beat us. We in lost the them in the regular season. season. Yeah, totally. So that gives us hope a little bit yeah. <laughs> about. I also remember, I think I talked about it last time, every time the Chiefs have been a two seed, right. we've won the Super Bowl. That's, that's it. But if we got the one seed, we've lost or totally. not made it. So um, so I, there are not many situations where I won't lean Chiefs. So I'm absolutely leaning Chiefs. But every week I will say this until I'm dead. The only team that will beat the Chiefs is the Chiefs. Yeah, I do not expect for the Chiefs to just be dominated by the bills on one side or the other you know what i mean it's gonna be either a very fun game to watch or a very frustrating game to watch yeah so and i assume we'll be watching together and uh either i hope so crying or right crying did you know the crazy stat that anytime the bills and cheese have met in the playoffs the team to win and go on has always lost the super bowl oh, well that's not fun is it? <laughs> I just thought that was a fun stat. Yeah, yeah. Really but no, I, stat. I'm predicting essentially that... How it'll, many times have they met in the playoffs? Uh, last year. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Okay, one. And, then, and a few times throughout throughout history. But so a handful It's like times. five times or something like that it's happened. It's still frustrating. Yeah, it happened in the 90s, I think. And then, yeah. But anyway, I'm predicting essentially the conference, the conference championship games will be Packers, uh, Tampa Bay, and then Titans, Chiefs. I, I think I'm going to go with that as well, but just to differ from you a little bit, I Let's think it's going to Chiefs Bengals. Wow, that'll be that'll be fun because if it is the Bengals, they will come to Kansas City. We'll yep. play them at home. If it's the Titans, we will go to Nashville. So, but so you're predicting a one-two-one-two seed? I'm predicting one-two on two, both one, sides. Two. Yep. That's yes, interesting. I, I wonder how long it's been since that's happened. It's got it's had to have been a, a while. That's such a good question, Brian. Because I, uh, I don't think it's that uh, that that happens. I don't think that it's often. that common. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I have. I don't have anything else to say before I have a panic attack. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I can. I can see a twitch in your eyes start to twitch, and that's always the first sign. <laughs> uh, hey, fun, uh, fun stuff uh, coming up. We have actually we haven't announced it on debates on tap. Wow! Or, but we're gonna do a big a big to do over oh, there. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're we've announced we're getting the to do ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I we've uh, we've announced it on the onslaught. <laughs> we'll go ahead and announce it here just quickly. March sixth, one p.m. at Cinderblock brewery up here in north kansas city come join us the boys here at debates on tap and three other podcasts yep. that will be named uh for a little mario golf charity tournament uh right. where you can win lots and lots of Boy, prizes we have some fun stuff fun as for prizes. a raffle as well as we're donating uh, it's for charity so it's gonna be a ton of a fun event ton of fun we are supporting hope house uh domestic violence shelter here in kansas city so that's right uh, make sure you stay tuned to us to debates on tap and uh, find out more. But that is Sunday, March sixth at one p.m. So if you're in the area or looking for something to do, come on down, come to have Cinderbar- a beer, and come to one out. of our favorite local breweries, <laughs> and, and come have a good time. Yeah, for a good cause. 
good time for a good cause. Maybe that'll be a Ooh, good time for a good cause. That's great. That's definitely never been used for a charity event before. Ever. We just made it up right now. Uh, other than that, every Monday, listen to debates on tap. Of course, we are joined by our boy Vargas. And every Wednesday, we kick Brendan out of the room and we talk about heavy metal. And you interview some big name in heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, which is a lot of fun. Go check that out. Uh, we got to interview a guitarist for a, a very, very good heavy metal band. A lot of fun. Uh, that is the onslaught every Wednesday. Anything else? Uh, no. Be safe. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.